like out in the middle in the heat, man, like over the hump and in the valley and in the heat, like along, you know, uh, 99, which is like the one of the proto uh, interstates. So right runs north and south right through the valley of California, and I don't know from where to where, but you can get probably go from Sacramento to Los Angeles or anything. But it's old. Um, but we were on it for a little bit and out kind of still in the, in like nowhere where they just, you know, you see like a factory or not factory or warehouse most likely. And occasionally these, uh, track home things that are just built up in the, and it's hot. It's a lot. So in the. The culvert, you know, down off the road, they're deep, and then there's every once in a while there's like a little cottonwood tree or something. And for miles, it was homeless people. And I mean, it was just like, it was like the Depression. And man, there's going to be a whole lot of that. There it is. It really is. It was like so telling. Uh, the Beatles, uh, And Your Bird Can Sing. I'm holding these. I don't have a good setup here. I'm just going to flip them. Gang of Four, we did uh, Damaged Goods. Uh, Burl Ives, the, the Manhattan Troubadour. We did All Alone. Bob Dylan, we did Dear Landlord from the uh, John Wesley Harding record. Simon and Garfunkel, Richard Corey from the Sounds of Silence. Um, that's a good one. I'm going to learn that one. Uh, I want to learn this one, too. Uh, Alice Cooper, Welcome to My Nightmare from the, the title track. Uh, the Doors, we did uh, Soul Kitchen. Uh, David Bowie from the Station the Station Rocket, we did TVC15. Talking Heads, 77, their first big record. Uh, we did uh, Pulled Up. Neil Young from The Time Fades Away, we slogged through. Um, uh, 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 Last, the Last Dance. Oh, that's a good one. Um, the Balancing Act. We did uh, Furniture. Was it? Dangerous um, Ruth. Lost in the Mall. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Understanding Furniture. That was it. Uh, James Taylor, Fire and Rain. Um, we did some uh, Traffic. The John Barleycorn, Stranger to Himself. Um, we've had the Almond Brothers, uh, Ain't Wasting Time No More. And is that what we opened up with? I think it was. I think there might have been in there. Got mixed up somewhere. The segment we do here is called Rise from the Basement because it's no lie in the basement we're miles apart. No surprise, it's going to rise from the basement. And what it is, it's uh, home recordists, any style, any genre. This has to be recorded where you live, where you sleep. Um, you know, people get creative, man. You got a, you're off 99 under a cottonwood tree and you got your cell phone and a guitar you fashioned out of a... Uh, old cracker box and a broomstick and uh you know off you go um hold on i talked this thing out mm -hmm. gonna do the secret coach oh dang i 
Just keep this to yourself. Yeah, that was it. Uh, this is forced medication. Uh, Tico's been throwing stuff this way for many years. I always like the song. It's called um, Birds in Paradise. button looks like it's accepted my request
picking up the perks Cause when they pull the shutters down and throw up in the dark They'll find that all the dogs outside might much worse than the Elvis Costello, uh, Living in Paradise. Uh, we're going back to the basement. This is, um, hold on, let me uh, pull this up here. This is uh, Right Field Fence from their World War None record. And uh, this song is, oh, I think I screwed that up. Um, I think it's Right Field Fence, and the song is World War None. Let's, let's just go with that. If you dig this, look for them on SoundCloud. Um, I got that turned up. I'm touching this. Oh, yeah? It's, uh, all right, the dots. Mm-hmm. 
said, I'll get him out of there. And he took the sticks and beat them. Started to try to get them out of there. They started shooting in the wrong direction. And old Walt thought he was going to get killed. Now here she come walking, looking like a zoo. Hi, Ella. Hi, Ella Guru. She know all the colors that nature do. Hi, Ella. Hi, Ella Guru. Hi, Ella. Hi, red. Hi, blue. She blew. Hi, Ella. Hi, Ella Guru. She do what she mean and she do what she do. Got something for me, got something for you. She show something. Yeah, it's Captain Beefheart, all guru. Go back to the basement. This is 20... <laughs> 27 Still Alive. Number 27 Still Alive. Look for them on... Uh, Reverb Nation. Uh, we did an interview with them uh, years ago. I hope all is well. Um, but it looks like they're, they're, they're still making stuff. This is called uh, Skull Can Ring Feet Craig. <laughs> all right. Turn that up. Yeah, I'm touching this. Here we go.
Yeah, that's uh, the Yardbird Smokestack Lightning, <laughs> a live version. Um, yeah, that was pretty raw, huh? Man, they really, you know, to milk that tune, that's for sure. We're going back to the basement. This is Sincerely Dead. Uh, the song's called Glow in the Dark. Um, if you dig this, uh, you can find it on Bandcamp, Sincerely Dead, and then uh, it's got a bunch of videos and stuff out. Very talented. Circles are going in a circular motion. Pause button. Thank you. 
Chet Baker, I remember you. Uh, we'll go back to the basement. This is sepsis. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh imagery. Uh, let's see. T- tell you a little bit about sepsis. This is a female-fronted metal band from Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, followed, uh, I don't know if they say that. That's how they say it. Uh, 2010, Melissa Wolf and Stuart Savant. They combine traditional heavy metal sound with modern rhythms, light synths, and a blend of urban hardcore. Dot, dot, dot. Um, All right, let's check this out. This is The Swarm. And it goes like this, hopefully. Um.
Yeah, it's Rita Franklin, Chain of Fools. Uh, we're going back to the basement. Uh, this is, hold on, hold on. It's Ben L, B-E-N-L. He's out of uh, Michigan. Let me tell you a little bit about Ben L. Well, I'm going to do it this way because I've got to find the sweet spot here. Oh, yeah, there it is. USA, USA. In fact, I'm the most underground artist of all USA out of uh, Michigan. Uh, let's do... Um, two new ones. Uh, what is that? Is that actually two new ones, or is that the name of the song? Two new ones. Um, yeah. What the heck? Let's do it. The dots are going. That's always a good sign. The pause button comes back. <laughs>
Yeah, it's been Bug Out Square. Um, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Um, you know, let's just try to try to get along and try to be try to be reasonable, right? That's all we can do is reasonable. It's the least we can do. All right, be the best you can be. Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.
brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the GreenArmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. 
uh, every Saturday night we've got live rock and roll some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well come on down 10 p.m. rock and roll only night of the week we have a $5 cover charge always five bucks for live rock and roll we're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday 2 to 2 come on down have some drinks with us we've got whiskey Wednesday tequila Tuesday and we've always got the Steve McQueen special shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com
So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block for Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Noon, it's time for the joke workshop here on mutinyradio.fm. All right, we've got a, a big old, well, it's, we've got a big old list and not a lot of people on it, so we've got lots of time. And that's good. Uh, you're going to do. Four minute sets, you'll hear the minute at three with that horn, and that means wrap it up. Uh, but I mean, actually, there's so much time today, I might as well just give you more time. I don't know, we'll see. Uh, does anybody want to do more than four? Who's here right now? Casey? You want to do more than four? Sam, more than four? Well, how about I'll do, we'll do five and five. I mean, because I don't, okay. Just because we, had, uh, we don't have the people and stuff, okay. And Pancake, you let me know. All right. So, uh, again, when you hear the, the horn, got a minute left. And take notes and stuff. The show is as good as we all make it here together. If we all pay attention, it's super helpful and super awesome. But if we all are on our phones and not paying attention, then it's um, boring and stupid. So, yay, everybody be cool and pay attention. All right. Um, your first comedian, he's very... Funny young man and up and comer on the scene. Uh, clap your hands wildly for Sam Carroll. Yay! Hello, four, five. Hi, Pancake. How is it over there? Chilling? It's cool. 
You're the furthest from the door. It's supposed to be the warmest spot. Anyways, hi. How are you? Um, so dating is dating is tough these days. Like you never know what to expect. And I'm not talking about you know all the things leading up to sex. I'm talking about sex itself. Like sex. You guys know sex. Sex is sex is great, right? Sex is great, but it can be complicated when you add things onto it. You know, there's a whole list of things that can complicate sex, like bondage, or choking, or dominance, or electrostimulation, if you can tell I'm moving alphabetically here, or feet, gagging is another one, humiliation, kind of like what I do every night. There's impact play, which is spanking. Japanese bondage for J, and K, K is tough, klismophilia, which is uh, the arousal by enemas, yeah, as my doctor liked to say, uh, liquid dildos, yes, there's L, L and M, love, masochism, kind of the same thing, right, nylons, object, sexuality, Pregnancy, queerophilia is a weird one. Because it's not the attraction to queers, it's hands. It's like hand shit. <laughs> I thought that was weird. R for role-playing rape. That one's always a little bit forced. Spectrophilia, which is the attraction to ghosts. Not, not people on the spectrum. I think that's autistophilia. Tentacles, I don't know what the fuck that one is. I think that's when you rub calamari around your anus rim. I don't know. Urophilia, that's what R. Kelly's accuser had. Free R. Kelly, he's innocent. Next one, voyeurism. That's when you watch my parents have sex through the broken blind in their closet. There's whipping and waxing. That's what my parents like to do. Yoni egg. You know what a yoni egg is? Anyone know what a yoni? Uh, no, a yoni egg is an egg that you stick up your pussy, and I guess you're like supposed to hard boil it first. Or I don't know. Zapping. Zapping is when you handcuff someone to a bed, you stick a cattle rod up their ass, you turn it on, you leave the room. Yeah, and you come back like 45 minutes later, and they're just a nice medium rare. Yeah. Lots of surprises. Lots of surprises. Oh, there's A. Dude, we forgot A, which is all of the above. And that's the worst one. Yeah, you got to make like a Dr. Seuss sex machine. I uh, have like 18 arms, four cocks, a belt for the enemas. Oh, here's one I didn't mention. All right. So, I had sex with a woman the other day, and post-coitus, she starts demanding money. She had a money fetish. Yeah, but I, uh, I ghosted her. But she liked it because she was a spectrophiliac. Also an autistophiliac. Or philia. Autistophile, I think that it w is what it is. But it was good, you know? I think that's why she liked me, because I'm pale, and I tend to fixate. It's confusing, though. It's confusing when a woman asks you, do you want to party 
She really means, do you want to pay for sex? Because I love to party. You know, I love to party because you can get laid at a party. And then when you get laid, you don't have to come home and order a hooker off back pages. All right, I'll, one more minute, that's what that is. I have a fetish, though. I have a, uh, I have a fetish, and I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because I force it on people. It's a consent fetish. Yeah, you can never get enough consent. I love consent. That's why I carry around my consent papers. You guys fucking around with consent papers? It's legal proof. All you need is a signature and a notary to watch you fuck. I keep my consent papers with me at all times. Just in case I get stopped and frisked. My favorite thing to do with my consent papers is go to a mall and pretend like I'm lost and scream for my dad and ask people if they'll sign my permission slip. Yeah, consent papers. That has never worked, but one day it will. Start hanging out at lawyer bars or something. All right. Thank you. Okay, so there's microphones strewn about the room that you can like comment on. The notary to watch you fuck is a great new tag. It's really that was really funny. I laughed for a while about that. Fine, go ahead, Pancake. Sam, hi. This is Pancake. You should uh, eventually advocate for abstinence if you're having. All these negative thoughts towards sex, you know, it's not com it's not safe for your psyche. To to I should I should be a for abstinence. Is yeah. that what you think? Instead yeah. of all of the above, yeah. Instead of all of the above. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. That's a good A one. I like that one. Or I was thinking ass play too. <laughs> but I think that's hack, really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The the yuxtaposition. <laughs> no, that's that's interesting. So I was like thinking about how I wanted to read the list, like when I want to be deadpan or whatever, and yeah. I don't know because it, it is a list that I'm gonna read. Cause it that's the only forum like I would. Yeah. I also should have it like memorized because I already have a mnemonic de device for it. It's just the alphabet. <laughs> like, so that's uh, just pure laziness. <laughs> Casey, can you switch the microphones? That other one in the corner is better. Oh, and okay. Yeah, thanks. Sorry about that. Has an on-off switch, too. There Got we it. go. Yeah, oh, that this one's is hot. good. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I liked the only parts. Well, I don't want to say the only parts I liked of the list, but I liked the list when you connected with something else other than just the word. So, like, the, going, the thing with the through the blinds of the parents, like, cause it, then it, it was somehow like you connected with the, whatever you're saying. And so that, whatever ones you did, like with the parents or the, 
don't know the other ones. Um, and I, you, you, you set it up too much at the top. There's too much. You set it up for yeah, like 45 yeah. seconds and you can just get to it. Um, uh, and last last night, you, when you went through the list, you did it really fast, and I liked that until you wanted to say something extra and connect with the audience. So it was like, go, 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 comment, blah, 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 blah. So I'd kind of like maybe structure it that way because then you can use your list and then break from it and talk to people for a second and then go back to it, maybe. And then, oh, I like the way you did the prostitute joke the other way. Which way? You keep switching. You you've switched it a couple times now, and and I liked it the way where you, you were you know accidentally beeped your car horn, and then she I came to, to the. I can't get them to believe me on that though. I did yeah, it one time, and they and they believed you. me. I think, but every other time they've not believed me. But why do so they? I have don't. I don't think I can get them to believe me. It only works if they believe me. No, I don't agree with that. I, I mean, you know, you're up there telling a joke like people are yeah, with you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm selling it shitty then. Well, I just like it when you said it the other way with the party, 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 and then you hid the yeah, pro you okay. hid the fetish thing to the end. She had a money fetish. Like that's the punchline instead of bringing it out. Early. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna try it a few more times to yeah, see if yeah, I can get the wording a little better on it. But yeah. I'll uh, keep other it. other yeah. comments. Is that it? Do you have any questions for us since you still have some time left? Is there uh, anything you want to ask specifically? What's the Muni Radio Venmo? <laughs> it's just Muni Radio all lowercase. Uh, thanks, no, yeah, everybody. Samuel Jam Carroll. <laughs> everybody clapped. You're for Sam Carroll. Yay! 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 Oh, yay! Dwa Mice here. Nothing could make me happier in this moment right now than uh, Dwa My coming. Yay! In not in a, not in a gross sexual way, like in like a, he's here. Yay! All right, your next com oh yeah, you can go there if you want. Uh, your next comedian. He uh, had a really really great funny show during the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival where he was being Jerry Seinfeld. It was a comedian's comedian. You can listen to that uh, podcast. It was really good. Mike Nordstrom did this Andrew Dice Clay thing that was, I was crying. It was really great. Anyways, he's going to make you laugh right now. Everybody put your hands together for Casey Koenig. All right. Going to try not to touch this mic as much as possible. Uh, coronavirus, everybody's like, oh, you got to be careful. I don't care. I really don't care. I actually, I do care a little bit. A friend of mine, uh, <laughs> uh, he's Asian, and uh, he, uh, he texted me the other day. He was just like, hey, man, can you host for me uh, tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he goes, oh, thanks. I'm just uh, just feeling really sick right now. And I was like, <laughs> like, Theraflu sick or like IV sick? <laughs> He's like, what is that supposed to mean? And I was just like, are you Japanese or Chinese? I forget. Like, <laughs> that's a really important distinction to me right now. And it turns out uh, he's dead. So <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, I... Uh, I don't really have uh, I'm in a relationship right now, which is nice. I like that, uh, mostly because that means I'm not single. And being not single is awesome. Um, I, uh, I fucking sucked at dating. Um, it was one time uh, I took a girl. Uh, oh, not even took a girl. I, I, uh, I got an apartment for the first time in my life. I was like, yeah, it's a studio, whatever. Apartment. <laughs> and uh, 
I um I invited her over and I was just like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna like buy I'm gonna go to Whole Foods and I'm gonna buy like pasta and I'm gonna buy like caprese salad type stuff like mozzarella and tomatoes and arugula and I'm gonna make this girl a fucking dinner and she's gonna love it and then my bedroom is gonna be right there and then I get all the stuff I invite her over and I completely forget how to make a salad. Um, <laughs> I, I rinsed all like the arugula and then uh, because it was a new place, I didn't have the utensils, you know, the thing that you spin your lettuce in in order to dry it off. I didn't have that thing. So instead I was like, oh, uh, I guess I'll just throw it in this saucepan, turn up the heat and that'll, that'll dry up the water on this salad. And while I'm at it, I might as well throw in that fucking caprese in there. I'm going to put in that cheese and then I'm going to put in the I'm going to put in the cherry tomatoes and it turned into this awful Italian soup and I turned around and she was gone. <laughs> it was a good good lonely time. Um I don't have a lot of advice about dating. Um the only thing that I think is I, I found out that's ever worked for me is I, I just noticed that um you know if a girl likes me, she basically just wants a nicer version of her dad. That has been my experience. Um, this one time I, uh, I took a girl out uh, to the movies, and we didn't know what we wanted to watch. So we looked at the marquee, and uh, what was playing at the time, uh, she just points at it, and she goes, Hey, I want to watch that movie Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. And that movie has uh, not one, but two rape scenes in it. And... Uh, I was just at that point in my life, like where I wasn't really mature enough to be like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, <laughs> I just was like, uh, I, I'm 19, and I think a anything that you say, I, I, I just have to agree with, or you won't want to see my penis later. So, <laughs> I I went along with it despite knowing it. And we we're sitting in the theater, and we we're hanging out, and it's going good, eating popcorn, and it starts to happen, the scene, and putting your arm around a girl is a pretty solid move. But you know what's even better? Covering her eyes like a child. <laughs> that was really, I nailed it on that one. She, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. The second rape scene, I was just like, do you want to get some ice cream instead? Like, do <laughs> you want to just get out of here? And uh, it worked out. Um, it, uh, yeah, she, uh, uh, she did cool stuff to my body afterwards. So it, it, it didn't, uh, yeah, it's just didn't, didn't hold me back. Um, I also think that, um, <laughs> that, you know, the Oedipus complex shit. Um, I wish I had a nicer version of my mom. Like, that's what I, all I wanted when I was a kid, honestly. Like, uh, my mom is an Asian immigrant, and whatever stereotype is in your head, that's what it is. It's tiger mom, get to, why are you not doctor yet type mom. And, um, which is amazing, because it's just like, you grew up on a dirt floor, lady. Like, why are you giving me shit? Um, <laughs> but um, I remember just being like a kid and just like wanting like just like I, I didn't know why but I would just always pray for white girls I was just like please God <laughs> please one day please let, let, let me hook up with a white girl <laughs> please send me an angel just a just a girl with big boobs and a bigger heart just <laughs> please just a, an angel that will let me do just really awful things <laughs> just because she likes me. That would be really, really awesome. And, um, uh, you know, if you pray for things, it, it, it works out for you. Um, <laughs> God can answer prayers. Um, he, um, 
He hears everyone. Um, that's not the truth. Uh, the, uh, that's all I really wanted to work on. Uh, thanks for sticking with it, and uh, I'm looking forward to your feedback. Thanks. Casey Koenig, yay, yay, talking about his dating life. That arugula thing didn't sound too bad, actually. Oh, yeah? You would have hooked up well, with me wilted, anyway? Well, wil- because wil- wilted arugula is very tasty. Oh, it's, okay. You can wilt it. It's fine. And then with the <laughs> melted cheese and It also, would, yeah, it, it sounded sound good. terrible. Yeah. I would have... Like sautéing on the pan. I could hear it sautéing <laughs> while you were talking about it. Good uh, description. Thanks. But when you were saying Caprice, I just thought at first you were saying Capri Sun. Oh. I, I think it's just a me thing. I just... I'm giving you that maybe you can do something with it. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not, <laughs> but uh, it's just... Um, and then, oh, oh for the... Uh, rape scene the not one but two rape scenes yeah a way you could do that in less words would just be there were rape scenes <laughs> scenes just i don't know well uh, yeah like yeah not just like rape plural scene. not singular yeah. Yeah. right right yeah. um oh and when you were uh describing what you were doing for the hand covering mm-hmm. like you you did just the normal like this yeah but there's a way to like Wrap your arm around someone and then just keep going. Oh, like okay. That. Just keep one hand. And just like, and then you're kind of like strangling her, so it's a little bit like tension. Like yeah, I might <laughs> <even> <laughs> <laughs> Don't strangle her. Just cover her eyes. <laughs> because women shouldn't see that shit. Um, it's no, they shouldn't. It's all, only men are tough enough for that's that. <laughs> only men are tough enough yeah. to be raped. That's yeah. That's, that's what you're <laughs> um, okay. Yes, I understand. Um, okay. But that's a cool mime idea. Yeah, just keep the one. Well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's all I got. Thanks, Sam. Anybody else? Any suggestions? When you were talking about like how in you wanted a nicer version of your mom and like mm-hmm. Asian moms are too strict, I think it would be good if you had like an example of like you saw this like white mom say like the nicest thing to their kid and that's where your fantasies have stemmed from. Yes. If you can mm-hmm. come up with some good act outs there. White mom. Yeah, or Thank like um, she always has snacks in her purse or something like Cheez-Its or Or maybe that's goldfish. where I can use Capri Sun. Yeah. <laughs> Cheez-Its, Capri Sun. Gold, goldfish. Yeah, like oh things like that. Oh, my God. Like those that. are awesome. I got are apples gum- for dinner. Like yeah. that's, or no, that was dessert. Apples. Like fruit Sliced by the apples. Foot. Thanks, Mom. Fruit by the foot. All those weird kid things. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And and it is that is this I wrote down that's the sweetest rape joke like <laughs> everyone has to have one in their arsenal and yours is like really nice so yeah it actually it's like a really positive sweet rape joke <laughs> so nice. I appreciate that yeah all right Good thanks stuff. a lot everybody, everybody Casey Kane yeah Yay. all right that's how the joke workshop works so before we do the next person I want to sing my new joke because it's a song and I can sing it from back here and. And I really like it, and I've been practicing it all day. Okay, so it goes like this. (laughs) Uh, Ride the bus and touch your face. Touch your face. We're going to a crowded place. A crowded place. There's no need to wash your hands. Wash your hands. Coronavirus is a scam. It's all a scam. My corona. Okay, nobody's like, I did this for someone at a bar and they lost their shit today. Like my my buddy Cassie, she was like, oh, that's amazing. I'm like, okay, well, she's a real person. Anyways, I'm very proud of my song and I have to keep working it because I keep forgetting it. All right, so um, we skipped down the list because no one signed up third or fourth. So your next comedian 
uh, what a funny guy he is. Clap your hands wildly for Pancake. Reaching in my bag to try to find more than this. That was a that was a ten dollar bill into the old bucket. Uh, so there's uh something going around. Um, I brought my I brought my book up here. Uh, I'll be referring to the good text while I'm up here, but uh, there's something going around. So I'm gonna put a muff on the mic for those listeners at home. Um, I'd like to begin with a small ceremony, if I could, just to bless the stage. Okay, auto parts, that's right. Um, You're sufficiently indoctrinated. The rest of these might hit, they might not. I should be wearing a tie right now, but I like to get dressed up a lot to see the Joker. (laughs) It's funny, because they made a movie just about me. (laughs) And, uh, Sometimes I, well, first off, um, this one's for the men listening out there. You ever walk down the street and you're like, oh, wee, she's probably been looked at too much. No? Uh, Just me? I'm the only one looking out for them? Because they seem to look like they've all been looked at too much. Not just by me, but by everyone. Have you ever heard of the male gaze? So, this one usually does better. Uh, Sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll look up from my phone and out of the corner of my eye, I'll spot a ghostly apparition. Well, pay it no mind, it's just me in a mirror. Uh, I've, I've realized now that the longer my hair gets, <laughs> the more it seems like I want to hurt people. <laughs> but that's not really my thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing it out to donate. I'm a protagonist in somebody's story. I'm not even the main character in my own Truman Show. <laughs> that goes to Dewat Mai. Uh, but at this point in my set, you may be wondering who my father is. Well, he's my dad. I was one of those kids on Maury. But really, who is my father? Essentially, at his core, well, he bought me a Fushigi for Christmas. And that may not sound like a lot of responsibility, like a Tamagotchi or a Hitachi or this or that. 
but I had a nice tag for that and I have forgotten it. And that's okay. Honka honka. <laughs> uh, I'm a precog. Um, I don't know if you guys know what a... I could tell that you didn't know. Uh, Altoids hurt my mouth, guys. Anyone from uh, California originally? Oh, I thought I was the last one. Uh, anyone from out of state? All right, all right. Who thinks they're here to visit? Who here thinks they're here to stay? Uh, who has a NorCal tattoo? I'm Pancake. Thank you. What's a fushiki? Oh, that's what it was. I know what a tomagotchi is, and I know what a hitachi is, but I don't know what a fushiki is. David Bowie was a big fan of fushiki. Have you ever seen Labyrinth? Yeah. He he practices fushiki all throughout that movie. But what does it mean? the, The ball that he juggles. Oh. Okay. There was an infomercial for learning uh, how to manipulate a a sphere in your hands to make it look like it's floating. And that's what fushiki is? Yeah. Okay. Some people get it. Some people don't. Yeah, I was. That's okay. I've heard it a couple times and I'm like, I know I just figured it was a fancy Tamagotchi (laughs) because I was like, oh, is he keeping it alive? I don't. I didn't, I didn't know. Um, I don't know if you always say it, but just to bless the stage was, it's great. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I feel like there's a point where you can, s- there was the, the thing about the ghost. Oh, this before, th- okay, I'll talk about the ghost and I'll go backward. Describe the ghost that you see that's yourself before you say it's you. Like, give us like three descriptors, like, something funny like maybe it's a hairy ghost and you're like i didn't know or whatever just pick three words and be like oh it was it was me because it'll i think that'll give you like an extra like laugh and then oh i remember okay so at the looked at too much stuff i would slow down and like leave a space like just take a beat before you because you have a couple punchlines in there that are like she's been looked at too much and that that's like because you don't expect you to say that and when you do so try to break up that sentence and give us a second to give let us think what we think you're going to say and then when you say something different then we laugh right. does that make sense because yeah. it is funny mm-hmm. but you just have to it's just the timing of it Sam, I've, do you have stuff? I've been rushing a lot um i only really have one thing and i said at the beginning and you go oh if you do it for longer it's funny i think but i know you only have 4 minutes mm-hmm. but if you just did that for like a minute <laughs> and then you broke it with o'reilly's i just think that would like kill oh man 
And especially you can like sort of walk around like you were, but really walk around like you're actually sort of blessing the space yeah, like some yeah, weird yeah. hippie and weirdo. Because it, it's the bomb. It's like, or the thing you move around in the bowl, the stick in the bowl thing. And here's what I'm saying that is because, Pam, you remember Lee Cox at the El Rio show? He did this. Oh. And then there was something word, and I don't even remember what word, but it was the funniest part of his set. And it fucking killed, and he was a really funny guy, too. Um, not to plug him in your joke. <laughs> But yeah, um, you could, and then you can sort of, because you know how when they bless the space, all those hippie weirdos, they like get the sage and fucking, you can kind of, yeah, you can kind of like dance around a little bit. And oh yeah, yeah, definitely. If you ever, you're always allowed to smoke joints in here, so you can always do it with a joint mm -hmm. if you want. That's cute. Yeah, I like your opener, man. I think, I think it's you. really cool. Uh, and I, I think it does a good job of setting your tone, uh, setting the tone for your act. Um, because, um, and I mean this, that's a compliment. But like a lot of what I enjoy about what you do is that you're really taking me into a point of view that I, I normally don't exist in. Like it's like we're going to go enter the dis you know this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be going into like your point of view, right? Like how you see the world. So I, I think that's like definitely keep that opener. Um and I think in a lot of ways, um you're the the only I I wouldn't I don't have any suggestions for jokes. The only thing I have is just like I remember once I saw you. I think it was the day after Christmas at Delirium, and you had like a magnificent set. And I think I think the reason why you resonated that day was because you legitimately just felt like it, it looked like you were really just enjoying being silly on stage, and it had this kind of weird like liberty to it. And I think that um, sometimes you your voice can uh, like quiver. And like, I know that's a very difficult thing to like, kind of like over, uh, you know, like fix. I, I stutter, oh, mm. like right now. I and fake it. <laughs> oh, you fake it? Really? Yeah. Well, I just think that for whatever reason, I like, it would make the audience feel more comfortable if they knew that like, you're doing this, like you're purposefully like bringing us into this like weird space and this like fun, silly space. Mm. And there's something about like, I remember once I heard this thing that it's like 80% of communication is mostly like body language. It's not even, the words that like most of the time people just pick up on your vibe and so i know it's a hard thing but like that's the only suggestion i would have is just like try to get yourself to a place where it's just like i'm just gonna have fucking fun up here this is just a play and i think that especially you just i mean your name is pancake like how could it not <laughs> be fun right like so that's my main suggestion and it's great i love your opener thank you thank you everyone clap wildly it's pancake Your next comedian, he has a great show here at Mutiny Radio on Sundays from 2 to 4 called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with your next comedian, Mike Spiegelman. Someone left their Bill Hicks book here. Oh, you did? I know, and I'm going to do half the jokes. He basically uh, just changed everything to cell phone, and then no one knows you've been ripping off Bill Hicks for the last four or five years. Am I right with that Jay Leno? You bet he died before his jokes. His jokes didn't age well sometimes. Hi, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I'm talking shop as my uh, opening. I'll even go further. A lot of comics won't shake my hands anymore. They just, they knuckle bump. And I say, are we not shaking hands because of the coronavirus? And they say, no, we never respected you as a comedian. <laughs> it's not worth our effort. I uh, had very pacifist parents, and I had a compromise growing up. 
they let me play paintball, but I was only allowed to paint murals with the paint, so I wasn't actually allowed to shoot it. So draw a picture of my friends dying. <laughs> War is bad. And when we play laser tag, I got to be scorekeeper. I got to say four to three lo uh, loss of lives because I was a pacifist parent growing up. Uh, I never understood lasers. When do they stop? Like, when do lasers stop? If I shoot a laser at you, if it's at the speed of the light, do you see it? Never understood that. Never bothered to write a joke about it. I interviewed at uh, Salesforce today to be CEO, and the recruiter just looked at me and said, what are you even doing in this office? How are you qualified to be president of Salesforce? Oh, I said, oh, I, I'm a dead ringer. Everyone I know, they always call me boss. Hey, boss, what's up, boss? 250, boss. Huh? Nobody says buddy anymore. I have to be condescend as boss. And uh, it's, it's getting really bad. My boss even calls me boss. He's like, hey, morning, boss. Fucker. I don't like that either. I, uh... I miss entertaining. You know what? It used to be like a fun house was a, a day's entertainment, right? You walk into a house and the floor moves. Holy shit, I'm so glad I paid $15 for that. I'm having fun. I wrote a bunch of stuff I want to try out. And I have some old stuff. I like, uh, guys ever been to Playland on the beach? Or I would love to be in Playland on the beach. You know in San Francisco, there used to be a play amusement park and a bathhouse. There's a roller coaster and the bathhouse, and the best part of it is that you can see all the naked bodies when you're up. You're like, wee! And then you go down the hill. I shouldn't write jokes about this neighborhood, huh? Wouldn't that be great? Uh, it's because this, this neighborhood has the best taquerias. My favorite taqueria is right down the street, Jack in a Box. You know it? I went in there, I said, oh, I'm a monster taco, and they said, we're out. I said, well, give me something comparable, and he kicked me in my stomach. Took a shit like nobody's business. You know, uh, uh, oh, you know, I, 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 I got into an argument and I said, I kind of just said my mind, which is not really appropriate. And this woman goes, God, Mike, you know, that language makes baby Jesus cry. And I was really kind of upset. And I said, you know what? Fucking baby. I mean, a loud noise makes baby Jesus cry. I don't need to. I am uh, Jewish, uh, as you can tell from the Jufro. Some people don't uh, see the Jufro, and they're like, are you Italian? No. I'm Jewish. Are you Greek? No, if I was Greek, my hair would be on my back. <laughs> I wouldn't, uh, and then people are always like, uh, hey, Mike, Merry Christmas. And I'm always like, yeah, no. And they're like, oh, and you can see the wheels spinning. They're like, oh, happy Hanukkah. They're not the same. They're just really not the same. I don't go up to somebody and say, hey, Shabbat Shalom. Like, I don't understand. I'm not Jewish. Oh, well, uh, TGI Friday. Go Fuller House. That truly is a Fuller House for me to watch. Thanks, Pam. One more. I just want to try. So I, I wrote down all my jokes, and some of them I like. Some of them I avoid like nobody's business, like these nacho jokes. You know, before I go, this is a great space. This is one of the few places in San Francisco that doesn't double as a sex club, and I appreciate that, Pam. 
I worked at a, a, a spot in the early thousands uh, called Spenganga, and the only way the guy could make money was to have these orgies. And I, I worked it. You know, I didn't do anything explicit. I just would walk around and photograph people climaxing and then try to sell them the picture when they're leaving. <laughs> you want a photo plate? And then people would be like, hey, I lost a dildo. And I'm like, huh, do you remember the last place you put it? All right, well, that's been, I should have stopped in two minutes ago. I'm Mike Spiegelman, thank you. Yay, strong finish from Mike Spiegelman. That from TGI Friday on, that was really, really great. I, all I have is like smiley face, the Jack in the Box joke is really great. The TGI Friday, that whole thing at the end with the sex club. Yeah, should we make, I mean, mutiny, that's why I originally painted the window is so that we could like film porn here or something. Uh, other comments for Mike Spiegelman? Can you turn the nest off? Yeah, I can, yeah. well, I can use the nest, or I can use, I can oh, do right. anything, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that orgy joke is fire, man. Oh, thanks, man, I appreciate it. I was actually, I thought you were going to go into, like, a lost and found situation, or dilemma. Like, like, you can, like, you can collect everything, but nobody wants it back. Yeah, that's great, I <laughs> yeah. like that, right, right. Yeah. I have a, ba a box at the end of the day. Someone's holding a box. Uh, I, I had I had all positive oh. things. What did I put at the beginning? I, I was just thinking when you were talking. I, is it my up right now? You're good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was just thinking when you were talking about I was doing Bill Hicks jokes in the yeah. beginning. Um, there's like there's cover bands for musicians, but there's no cover bands for comics. Like there's no cover comics. Yeah, that's good. I point. don't have anything else to say except that. But I don't. Know. Well, you haven't seen Dwight's act. That's probably. He rips off comics. I'm done. Am I? Thank you. Uh, there's a thing. There's a thing called jokey that they do. There's jokey And uh, you, they, you do. It's like karaoke, but you do other people's jokes. So you can do like it's they give you the yeah they give you like Sarah Silverman's jokes or something. Oh, there's Dwight. I just he said maybe someone should cover comedians' jokes, and I said Dwight does that already. <laughs> Any other comments for Mike Spiegelman? He had a good set, funny stuff. Yeah, you missed it. Lasers. How the fuck do they work? Clap your hands together, everybody. Right. It's Mike Spiegelman. The, the funny thing is, like, I would totally, like, do weird sex stuff here, but I can't sell anything. I'd be like, oh, just free sex. Like, I don't know. I'm a socialist. I'm like, I don't know how to sell anything. So it would be... And I don't know how the YouTube page works either. All, I, I, all right. Uh, your next comedian. Oh, uh, this is her first time here. I'm super excited uh, that she's joining us. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kelsey Cooper. Cropper, Cropper, sorry. So I went on a date the other day, and the guy told me that I was really funny for a girl. So I told him I had so much fun for a last date. But I feel like the older that I've gotten, the more dating feels like deal or no deal. I know there's a million dollar box out there somewhere, but there's also a one cent box and each passing year that goes by, it feels like we're getting closer. Banker keeps calling. Are you ready to settle? And you know, your married friends are on the side saying no deal, no deal. They like feel like they get to pretend that they didn't set or that they found the million dollar box. It's like, all right, Steve uh, might get a discounted anthropology, but he's still only an assistant manager only need to hear so much from you. I feel like when 
I was younger, I kind of viewed dating with rose-colored glasses, but as I've gotten older, now I kind of see everything through jade-colored glasses. Um, a cousin of mine recently um, said, oh, my boyfriend dedicated a book to me. And young me would have been like, oh, that's so sweet. And older me is like, what's the book called? Because, you know, if it's dedicated to, um, you know, Susan, who I can never spend enough time with, and it's a mystery novel, then that's really sweet. But if the book is called Learning the Art of Time Management, then that's just passive aggressive. Or if you have a book that's, you know, dedicated to um, Lisa with her unusually large heart, and it's a romance novel, then that's, that's sweet. But if it's you know, a book about dieting, then it's a different story. It's just a sign the fridge is going to be empty for the foreseeable future. Um, has anyone else been uh, trying to get their taxes together recently? Anyone else feel like it's kind of like playing a weird game of the price is right? The rules are flipped. You can go over, but you can't go under this time. Um, but I do feel like I now finally understand what it's like to be a guy whose girlfriend is mad at them, that they're like, okay, so, so how much do I owe you? And the government is just kind of back like, no, no, I want you to figure out how much it, you owe me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, TurboTax is kind of like the girlfriend that pretends they're helping. They're like, give me all of your, you know, text messages and social media postings for the last six months. I'll figure it out. But they're also secretly the person that told your girlfriend they should be mad at you in the first place. All right, that's all I've got for today. <laughs> Kelsey Cropper, everyone, yay! Yay, and then yay. Is that your first time ever doing comedy? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was just, I just, just your first time here. I, well, I've done it one more time here. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, cool. I'm definitely a beginner. <laughs> you look, you look like, um, you're, you look really familiar, like, like you're on, like you're a Disney TV star. Has oh, anyone ever said, there's some Disney actress, I nanny for kids, and you look like <laughs> one of the people that's on, like, a Disney show. Okay. Anyway. Is it Lizzie McGuire? That. No, that's that's an old one. It's a it's it's a newer one. It's you know what it is? It's the dog with the blog. I know exactly what it is. It's blog? a show called Dog with a Blog, and there's the little there's a girl on it, and she's been in other Disney shows too, and she's darling. Okay. And I, you look just like her. It's weird. Um, I got lost once. You said assistant manager. I was like, where are we in this story? I was All lost. Right. Well, just so, but it's something. So I was following your joke. I'm like, okay, dating's hard. She's dating a guy. Okay, is he the assistant manager? I just, and it, I, I don't know what happened. I just lost you. What okay. is, what was the so crux of that joke? joke? Use the, like, use the in microphone. The show, deal or no deal. There you go. In the show, deal or no deal, you have all these people on the side that are like, no deal, no deal. And like people that are in relationships tend to do that. They're like, no deal, no deal. And, but their like relationships aren't that great. Like they're not the ones that like held out for the million dollar box. And oh. so then I just tried to use an example and it didn't land and that's so fine. So the example uh, was like, about oh, the your boyfriend manager. just oh. like works like he's only an assistant manager or whatever. I don't know. Like some I can play around with examples if I don't cut it all together. Well, so <laughs> and the the example you're looking for is something that it's like sort of mediocre and shitty yeah you're exactly for something. Uh -huh. okay 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 now i see where you're going cool mm -hmm. um and then i'd say slow down go ahead sam oh i was gonna say the concept of settling in a relationship is very funny to me uh -huh. um especially if you notice some flaw about yourself that you see uh accelerating like a gray hair or something and you're like oh fuck i guess i gotta take that 250 <laughs> briefcase 
I love that. Like, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I liked all your jokes that were um, uh, about like kind of the um, the transactional value in relationships. Uh, it got, I I totally totally get that. <laughs> um, I like the. Um, your, your last joke, I think it was, where you were talking about um, doing your taxes and how it's kind of like, you are making an analogy to like how it might be like being in a relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that, um, this is just like a structured thing, you mentioned the price is right first, right? It would go, like I think you said the premise and then you went price is right and then you did like the analogy to the uh-huh. girlfriend. And I think if you just cut the price is right part and go straight to the analogy. It still makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you. I guess maybe there is a way to set it up and like mention the price is right thing before the premise, but uh-huh. that was my only suggestion, just because I was like, oh, I think that would punch harder. Like uh-huh. the, the the joke would just hit harder if you cut the price is right part. Okay, great, yeah. awesome. All right. Um, I would say slow down, but one of the thing that's really great about you is you're really still and grounded. You don't like sway back and forth. You're not like pacing or walking or doing any weird bouncing or anything like that. Uh-huh. You're just really still, and that's <laughs> that's really good. Oh, thanks. Um, and I like that whole passive-aggressive girlfriend angle on that last joke. All right, thank you. Hey, everybody, clap your hands together. It's Kelsey Cropper. <laughs> All right, moving right along. We have another new person to the room. Make them feel welcome. Put your hands together for Mike Gramillion. Uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, this actually is my first time here. Um, I'll take this off. Um, and yeah, no, great, great jokes, everybody. Sorry, I haven't been able to give you any feedback. It's like it's my first time, so I'm kind of like thinking about it, like kind of stressed out a little bit. Um, you know, I think this is a is a great thing about being in like your late twenties, early early thirties, is it gives you more of a license to kind of gripe and be generally negative about life, right? And so that's, that's kind of what I'm here, here for, uh, a little bit of griping for you. Um, I'm glad uh, Kelsey kind of set the stage here. Um, something that, you know, really gets me right now is committed relationships. Uh, and, you know, as I've gone through life, I've, I've tried to uh, purge myself of those people who are in happy, committed relationships, um, mostly because their uh, continued happiness brings me deep internal pain. Um, but one, one thing that's been getting my goat recently, uh, do people still say get, getting my goat uh, and turning into my dad? Um, but people who will use the phrase, you know, my significant other is my partner in crime. Um, I saw this just yesterday on, uh, on Instagram, right? And I think we all know the exact type of person who says that. Um, there's a very clear type of basic white girl. Sorry to stereotype. Um, but you know, the person who writes that, uh, is a person who has never in their life done a serious crime. I mean, best case scenario, 20 years from now, this person is maybe going to have an opioid addiction. Uh, maybe they're paying for their children's test scores, but really that's the highest that person's going to get. Um, I think maybe, you know, maybe the real issue here is that my standards are too high, you know, but I, I feel like. If you're going to say that, you need some sort of real crime. Um, you know, this is a sort of Instagram post that I want to see. I want to see someone say, happy birthday, Dave. Uh, remember that time you robbed a 7-Eleven with a pocket knife, and then I had to perjure myself in court as your alibi. Uh, it's been a great three years. Hashtag love you. Um, or, you know, remember the time that you and I posed as insurance agents, when we went to that retirement home, 
and uh, came away with five grand from all those people who didn't know what was going on. You know, and I can get behind that. Um, you know, you really own the whole partner in crime thing. So, you know, now I'm faced with this dilemma on social media. Um, do I comment and risk being marked as an asshole? I mean, I guess, you know, not risk. <laughs> you make a comment like that, you're the asshole. Um, but I guess what I, what I want to say is something like, you know, Kayla, you know, someone writes like, you know, happy birthday to my partner in crime. And I want to write, write uh, you know, Kayla, really the only crime you're committing here is flooding my timeline with these horrible take me back posts where you think your, your thighs look skinnier than normal. And that's it. Thank you, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Yay, Mike Vermillion. Your name is hella cool. Thank you. Yeah, did I pronounce it right, Grimillion? That is 100% correct. I'm so happy that I pronounced it right. Um, you, you have a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a lot of, like, buried, buried gems. And um, you just have to cut all the other stuff. So, like, um, the whole thing about you hate, you can just start with, like, ugh, people in committed relationships. I hate them. Because, and the I funny do, part yeah. was I wrote down the funny line. The funny line is uh, because their happiness brings me deep internal pain. <laughs> so like it's gotta be like set it up something about committed relationships another line in between and then because their happiness brings me deep internal pain yeah. and then you can go straight into and it but when they call their partner in crime and then all that stuff is that that they've never commu committed a serious crime that's yes. funny Thank you. um and uh the, uh, the real, and then the, with the real crimes. I think that you can make a real crime like m more inflated. Like mm. you can, because you're already telling a story. So sure, you sure. can just make it like absurd. <laughs> okay. Maybe a crime or, um, but the, your ideas are all good. You just have to like go through your script and just like cut everything. And I don't know if cut you had it all flock. written down, but write it down exactly how you want to say it. Okay. And then go through it and cut out every unnecessary word, and then read it again and see if it still makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it, because then you're, because but you're starting out, so that's good. So you're talking around things, and you kind of have sure. to do that yeah. to find things like their happiness brings me deep <laughs> internal pain. Yeah, I already knew that from the beginning. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. So yeah. No. Thank you. Cut yeah, it. Just cut it down. Focus it. Truncate. Only say the funny stuff. <laughs> Get right. rid of the rambling. Yeah. Truncate. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, if you if you haven't written it all out yet. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah. But there's funny stuff in there. That's good. Other Thank you. other Thank comments? You. Uh, I totally agree with Pam. I think that you have some funny ideas. We just kind of have to like cut the fat off of it. Yeah, I I yeah. thought that the examples you came up with were pretty funny with them, like uh, like robbing the old people and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just think yeah, you kind of have to like you know record the set, see where people laugh, and kind of like get to that faster. Yeah. And uh, and also, you definitely don't have to apologize for stereotyping because uh, we're all doing that in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, guys. No, I, yeah. I was looking directly at uh, Kelsey there. That, yeah, that, no, I, that wasn't really a part of anything. Yeah. No, Thank it's you. always good to be unapologetic on stage and then wait till after to be like, I went too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked uh, your joke about social media, like the line specifically, do I risk being marked as an asshole? Yeah. Um, which I was just like, oh, I can totally relate to that. We're, just can you take me through that part again? Like, like what what led you to that um, question? Yeah, it's like, do I make kind of a, a mean comment 
calling them out for saying partner in crime and saying how unrealistic that is. Yeah. You know? So basically, you're. Yeah. It's like, do I let this slide? Like, it's yeah, almost like so being do I a call sheriff. People out on their shit. Like, I'm, yeah. Or do I mean just like you know whatever social media? Right. Right. Yeah. I think that that to me that was just like, oh, I relate to that part the hardest, yeah, and I would be yeah. interested to know how you could experiment with that idea. Okay. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Other comments. Yeah, I just have one stupid one. When you're talking about like how far up the crime ladder. Like these white girls will go, mm-hmm. like uh, it's just heroin. And at one point, you say like that's the highest they'll get. Yeah. And maybe just like play with that, like uh, you know, like the highest these girls will get in crime is just being being high on opiates. <laughs> like I said, that's all the. Yeah. the it, it's yeah. a great high. Uh-huh. It's a great high, but fuck them. Like. So like kind that. of playing off the highest is getting yeah. high. And okay. also, it's kind of like partner in crime is such an overused thing with girls. Yeah. That like I love how that's the thing that sets you off because <laughs> there's probably a lot more reasonable things that piss you off, but just sure. something that small like got angry about it or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Like, all right. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, man. Other comments? Clap your hands together, everybody. Mike All right, moving right along. Your next comedian, one of my favorite guys on the scene. Clap your hands together for Dwat Mike. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I was, uh, was driving over here and I saw this uh, this little toddler. She ran out of the house and she ran down the block and there was uh, with no parents following her. So I thought I gotta protect her, you know, make sure nobody kidnaps her, like kind of follow her, you know, make sure she's safe. So I'm driving like real slow and uh, like everywhere she goes, I go and I realize I look like the kidnapper. You know, somebody might harm me. <sighs> I don't know. That's me telling a story, anyways. <laughs> Enough stories. Um, I was thinking about, uh, you know how, I, th- I think we should bring back feet binding, Chinese feet binding. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Let's do it, you know? And then for, for the girls and the boys, you know? And then bind their teeth, give them braces, you know? Why not? And then, and then ground them, you know? And then chain them to the radiator, you know? And then uh <laughs> and make them meditate. You're not going anywhere, even in your head. You're not going anywhere. Anyways, uh, that, that was all right, right? Anyways, oh, uh, man, I found some weed today. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was just scattered. Somebody dropped a whole bunch of weed, and I, and I was like a bird, and I, now I'm high. <laughs> hey, I think all, all, all uh, Supreme Court justices do is just say yes or no, right? I can do that. Like, uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, hang on. What did you say? Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Let's go and drink. You know, you know when uh, you're in a bathroom stall, you're afraid of people looking at your shoes, right? If you were a basketball player, <laughs> right? Everybody knows that, right? But if you were a basketball player, you would have something else to worry about, right? Your shoes, and then when you flush the toilet and stand up, everybody sees your face. You know? Like, Yao Ming, could you wash your hands and then sign my balls? <laughs> okay, That's, that joke started all right. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys a play-by-play of what I'm doing. Anyways, hey, you know how people get their heads chopped off? I was thinking if uh, that was me, I would like to be placed face up because I don't like surprises. I'm like, excuse me, uh, if you put me face 
up, I will attempt to break the record for most blinks after beheadment. Make believe it, it's 30. Help me. I think, uh, I think, you ever seen like gymnasts, right? You know how they're short, right? I want to see a tall one, like a real tall one, you know? So tall that they're on the balance beam and then they fall, and right before their crotch hits the beam, uh, they land on their feet. And like, safe. You're safe. You're disqualified, but you're safe. I, s I was looking for a tall homeless guy the other day. I found none. No tall homeless people. I mean, that's how good life is for tall people. You're too tall to hit rock bottom. Like, there's always going to be somebody willing to let you sleep on the couch in exchange for just standing next to you. I love you. <laughs> you want some drugs? You're going to be with me forever. <laughs> I'm keeping him or her, whatever your preference is. Anyways, I, I walked by a store today. I saw a sign that said, no, we now accept EBT. And I thought, uh, I don't like that sign because what they're saying is we don't want poor people in here. But since times are tough for us, why don't you come on in? We now accept you. Come on. Water under the bridge. Come on in. It's 